Our guest today, who is? It's Sasha Rosser. Yay! <laughs> Sasha Rosser is here, and uh, it's been a little while, but it's always a pleasure to have you here. And you're just busy as a busy little beaver. I am. Uh, with all your shows. I mean, every week you got something going on. You're, you're almost, well, actually, I think you're surpassing Eli Wills here in terms of producing shows and all that. So that's one thing I want to talk about. It's seems like it's getting really kind of competitive out there in a the comedy mm-hmm. scene. First of all, there was no comedy in Madison. Then there were some. And now there's all oh, yeah. comedy all the time, everywhere. You can't go uh, one day without some sort of comedy stand-up open mic show in the city of Madison. But first of all, good morning and welcome, Sasha. What's going down? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Eli, at the beginning of my shows, I remember to introduce my, uh, introduce my guests. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's fun, Sasha, because I'm hosting your show this Friday, so this is like you know the test. I got to remember to introduce people. I've got to oh. remember to bring people up on stage. It's you know, it's this is all practice to 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 have a host <laughs> to, a to, to make a show look really bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're actually switching roles. I'm going to have him host my shows, and I'm going to take his job here. Yes. <laughs> well, that's fine. When he's not here, I always want to call you, man. But I don't know if he's if I'm going to hurt his feelings and be like, man, it's Sasha's going to take my job. Yeah, it took my job. I don't know how to use took the my phone, banana. Though. Anna, (laughs) take my newspaper. I would never do that. Well, hi, Sasha. How's it going? It's going well. You have been busy. I've been very busy. We had nine shows in November. Wow. Yeah. Did you make nine dollars? Yeah, a whole nine dollars. You know, if we come out with at least a net of one per show, I feel like that's that's positive. That's Hmm. positive. And okay, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like we always talk about you know show upcoming shows but i feel like like retrospective on the nine shows you just had anything like that you know happened that was fun or surprising that yeah. you know good like, question eli like, hey what what happened in these nine shows that were, were different don't forget to it's say pretty good pretty good good yeah. job eli we'll, yes. uh, we'll keep you around <laughs> for, for at least another hour <laughs> yeah yeah oh i uh we did something we'd never done before which was maybe foolish which was to have four shows back to back night after night oh, thursday wow. friday saturday wow. sunday We've never done that before now for some people like well we we do stuff every every single night oh we work monday through friday that's not common in comedy especially indie comedy and i was worried well these shows sort of out compete each other but all four of them did really well i'm so pleased was it the same audience no they're different audiences and different venues yeah we've got hungry so that worked comedy lovers here i mean you know for musicians it's not like we would we don't want to play four nights in a row at a at in madison because it's like well, nobody's going to go to any of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, it's hot. You're like, yeah. But but it worked. It worked for you. It worked out. There were also different types of shows. One is uh, comedians, stand-up comedians would go up and do their vetted material, and then improvisers are watching. Eli, were you on that I show? I was on that show. See, yeah. Eli's doing all my shows now. He's <laughs> so improvisers were watching, and so what? And then they do material inspired by... The stand-up, oh, but wow. these are brand new scenes. So okay. it's, uh, you've heard these jokes, and now you get to see them re you reimagined through the through the impro- Okay, that, yeah. that kind of works. Well, Everybody, it's fun because yeah, okay. I mean, it's not like a one-to-one connection. It is just kind of like pulling inspiration out of out of the scene. So it's like you know, uh, you know, there was one joke that was uh, talking about uh, you know an Amish building a chair, and it's like we're not just going to go see someone building a chair on stage. We're going to take that inspiration and, and, and do something with it. Yeah, you're actually going to build a chair. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to build a chair on stage for. It's kind of like heckling, but after the fact. Yeah. Yes, heckling <laughs> with improv. <laughs> yes, is what stand up <laughs> <Okay>. needs. <laughs> All right, and that show happened, and then uh, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you know, when you don't uh, get paid, you got to make your merch on stage. I'm selling. I'm selling an improvised chair after all of my shows. I was like, you guys can pretend to sit in this anytime you want. I'll pretend that I'm Amish and I made it Amish style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we had that show, and then we also had one, which I actually can't say the name of on the air. Yeah. Um, Suffice to say, it's uh, kind of like a crap show. Um, I think that's one of the words I can say. Uh, But it's you know a different first one on the list. Uh, Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but uh, that was a debut, and uh, we had it was a combination of hot ones and stand-up. So we have stand-up comedians doing their material while eating spicy peppers, and oh, then the, the heat oh, gets really? turned up. I think we ranged all the way up to ghost peppers. Oh man, yeah. who who was the most impacted? Who was you know real spiced out? I think I'm not sure who was genuinely the most impacted, but I think we have some drama queens in the mix, <laughs> and Josh Glenn put on quite a show. Oh, he yeah. has one pepper, and he's like, oh, mom, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Overdoing it with the gain on the mic here. But yeah, Josh Josh put on quite a show. Yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, which I think that's the way to do it. Maybe you're internally fine, but externally screaming. That's the way to be. Wow, okay, that's an interesting <laughs> concept. I, I don't think that'd be too funny to see a bunch of comedians up there crying. Yeah. Um, you should try that in your musical act. Like, you yeah. know, you're, you're up there okay. on stage, you're playing uh, drums, and you're yeah. just eating hot peppers yeah, the whole time sure. until you... Sounds like a really bad idea. <laughs> um, okay, and yeah, so uh, your other sh- and, and these were all at different venues, right? These are all at different venues. So, um, well, there were two, I think, at the same one, two at Forward Club. We do a bunch of shows there. We had one at Cardinal Bar, which, of course, your listeners know about. We also had Crucible in the mix. And then another one of the shows, Josh, who was making this, you know, big scene over the hot peppers, he runs a show called Rush Hour, which is all black and Asian comedians. He's yeah, a very he clever was, boy. He was. He actually previewed his show. He came down to the Cardinal for Thursday night and when, was one of the Eli Productions. Eli produces uh, uh, halftime uh, uh, Thursday jazz comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to happen tonight, right? Yes, it's going to happen tonight. And as a matter of fact, and there's going to be cake and tequila oh. while supplies last. Yeah. It's a special edition version. We're not just doing cake and tequila for fun. We're doing it because it's Tony's birthday. Hey. Well, that's what I always do. Happy we birthday. Too, yeah. Wow. Same as Mozart. Well, it was two days ago, but this counts. It's, yeah. it's a long two days. I haven't been, uh, I haven't slept in three days. Since so, you, t- since yeah. you, since your birthday. Yes. So that's what I'm staying <laughs> Because other, once I fall asleep, then my birthday's over. Yeah. Ah. So I wanted to keep on going. So don't stop the party. <laughs> when is, how long is the longest you've gone without sleeping? Um... I don't know. It's a couple of weeks. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not that bad. It's not a cry. Yeah. It's not a cry of desperation. <laughs> That's when you start hallucinating. That's <laughs> a wild sure, You start hallucinating after a couple of days. Yeah. That's what I found out. Yeah. Of oh, course, wow. I, that LSD didn't help. <laughs> but, but, all right, so yeah, you've been doing these shows and producing them. Um, what's it like being a producer? Do you get paid extra for that? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> do I get paid extra? If I'm feeling generous to myself, you know, <laughs> when you're paying yourself, you kind of have to decide, well, uh, do I want to put more into ads or do I want to not have as many people to show? You know, it kind of there's a lot of rolling the dice with how much you're going to get paid. Yeah, you've been featured in the paper a lot. As a matter of fact, I was reading some reading up on you and you actually had a real job that like it was a. It was an adult <laughs> job, right? It was an adult job, right? And you, and you decided to leave that job to become a comedian. Sasha, and your mom, who just you your mom, a job, yeah, no, a real job. I mean, like, yeah. And we thought you it, were just a vagrant for the last thirty well, years. Yes, I mean, and much, much to your sixty-nine-year-old mother's chagrin, you yes. decided to be a comedian. 
I know how old your mom is. <laughs> <laughs> she was so scandalized that I shared that information. But it's a fun number. How can you not? Yeah. You got to savor that. You mm. know, she's been awake ever since she turned 69. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. That's what happens. Mm. So All right. talk about talk about that. So what was how was that decision making going for you when you were going from the full time real Ooh. the big the big boy you, job? Can you say what the big boy job the was? The big I was a data scientist at the UW Department of Surgery. You're an of idiot to leave that job. <laughs> you ever hear of pensions and benefits and you know money like uh, you know rent. comedians were kind of allergic to money and mm. in spite of my Jewishness, I was like, oh, I'm just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a month where I, I came out doing quite well with the comedy, having the full-time job, and also uh, was maybe not enjoying my job as much as I should. I don't want to disparage a, a department in the local area, but I personally did not feel it was a good fit for my personality. And that was a real yeah. kind of a sciencey, nerdy job. I've yeah. I've kind of discovered that uh, most of the comedians that I meet that you guys have introduced, they're all really a bunch of nerds. They are. <laughs> like... Eli, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> not to name names, but just off the top of my head, Eli. <laughs> the Tony gestured to me, but it's, yeah. No, uh, the writers of Simpsons were, of Simpsons, the Simpsons, were math people, I think. It's just a bunch of nerds writing jokes. Yeah, I mean, well, it takes, yeah, you got to be have that math mind to write good jokes, I'm sure, yeah. which is why I'm not a good comedian. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, was okay, but we talked about some of your shows that you did. But what what do you got coming up? You got something tonight, and then you got something tomorrow featuring oh, yeah. Eli as the the host. Well, What's the so? things I'm producing, we've got tomorrow Eli hosting Comedy Plus, which is the show I've been running the longest. That's been going over, uh, for two years. Love running that show. The people on this show are so good, Eli. You're going to be very excited to see this. So awesome. we have the burlesque performer is the uh, Kansas City Nerdlesque Festival champion. She's been titled the Wait, Master that of again. Nerdlesque. So this is speaking nerd of nerds. Less. This is a nerdy burlesque. The first time I saw this performer, her name is Mona Montague. She's from the Twin Cities. She uh, comes out, and there's this silhouette of her behind a screen. That's all you see. And the song is said, "No one knows what it's like." To be the sad man, and then you realize, oh, the silhouette is of Darth Vader. <laughs> and then the, suddenly she emerges from behind the screen with this lightsaber, and it turns out, oh, she's a woman, and she's got quite the uh, the a decolletage, is that how we describe it? Yes, quite the cleavage. Yes. So we, uh, Darth Vader with cleavage, this is how I was introduced to this performer with um, behind blue eyes. That's, I mean, incredible. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's done... Uh, Oscar the Grouch burlesque. <laughs> I think she's going to be a panda tonight. It's just very nerdy. It's been Yoda. Where's this? This is at Crucible. Okay. So tomorrow night, Mona Montague is going to be doing two numbers. So funny, so talented. Oh, man. Ma a bona fide master of nerdlesque. And then our headliner is uh, Leslie Mitchell. She's a comedian from Iowa, and she just this year won the funniest person in Iowa contest. Oh, well, how hard can that be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the joke. <laughs> 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 well, I'm still proud of it. No, she's very, no, very funny. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the funniest person in a booger hole, West Virginia. Wow, yes. wow, what an honor. Uh, man, I think it's one of the things. That, so, you know, uh, as, a, as a person who's hosting, uh, how do you find it, you know, finding the balance between hosting comedy and burlesque? How do these two art forms, uh, so you bounce them back and forth off, you know, it seems like the lineup we're doing is comedy, burlesque, comedy, burlesque. Yeah. How do you know you feel like the ebbs and flows of uh, of, of this show go? 
Oh, um, the, that was a great question. <laughs> <laughs> we have to applaud Eli here, being a great host, asking good questions. Um, I mean, if you're keeping a score at home, he's way ahead today. Yeah. That's what can I say? A lot of people that play fantasy, the Thursday eight o'clock buzz. <laughs> <laughs> some people have Tony, some people have Eli. They're all taking bets on uh, who's getting the best questions. Oh yeah. Uh, you got a good one there. The hosting, I've realized we've had some acts that are really exciting to watch from the kind of like, ooh, sexy performer angle. The spectacle. Yeah, yeah. But then it's. I don't look at that. You're there Go for ahead. The, yeah, no. yeah. You're there for the stories, of course. <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the, the burlesque performers that tell a funny story, I think, are the ones that blend best with the comedians, where it's like, oh, this is kind of exciting. I get to see, see somebody stripping off their clothing, but they're also being very silly about it. We had someone who came up, and she's uh, making sandwiches on stage to the song Sandwiches by the Detroit Grand Poobas. <laughs> then at one point, she has a piece of cheese on each butt cheek and is twerking. <laughs> and I was like, you came to Wisconsin prepared. This wow. is perfect. Yes. You know, this surely blends and wonderful comic. She's actually going to be coming, or a uh, burlesque performer. She's coming back in January for our 100th show. Ooh. Very exciting. Uh, but I think that the two art forms are very similar. This is what I like to say. They're both about stripping. It's just the comedians are stripping figuratively, and the burlesque performers are stripping a little more literally. Mm. But the mm-hmm. beats and the rhythm are very similar, and both performances are kind of fluid there's a structure to them but sometimes you're playing off of the audience's energy and just rolling with that i think they're more similar than improv and stand-up to be honest yeah, interesting it's just different styles of uh you know presentation can you talk about that 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 bouncing off of he the can audience? keep on asking good questions yeah. wow that's, a, that's it's like he's an improviser <laughs> can you talk about that 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 bouncing off of the audience component because you know as a stand-up comedian there is a certain response and an energy that you're trying to get as as a stand-up comedian have, watching these burlesque shows, have you noticed is it a similar energy that these burlesque yeah. performers are trying to get out of the audience, or, or what are they going for? I think so. You know, uh, the line that a lot of comedians will say at the beginning of a show, you know, if you're the MC, for example, hypothetically, I don't yeah. know if you would ever do this, yes. but um, <laughs> <laughs> this Friday <laughs> <laughs> at 7 p.m. Uh, um, Take notes here. Uh, you know, if you're on a tiny little stage and you're a comic who moves around a lot you have to figure out how to work with that tiny stage. And so now you're limited in a certain way. You have to acknowledge your surroundings maybe. And then maybe you're in a very small room and you're very close to everybody you see. You can like look up everybody's mm-hmm. nose. Um, and so now you're wrangling with that. Acknowledging that is part of what makes people feel, oh, this is intimate. We're all mm-hmm. sharing an experience. And burlesque performers also have to deal with different stages, right. different audiences, different energy levels. Maybe they'll go out into the audience to collect tips. Maybe they'll stay on the stage. It kind of depends on everyone's energy. You know, right. Man, I should start collecting tips. <laughs> just have a bucket with you yeah, and just I, hold it. I didn't know that was an option. Always appreciated, never expected. You know That's it's an line. option. You guys keep on trying to steal money out of our tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, we, we here's the line I like to use, Eli. I say uh, for the people who are like, oh, we're just here for a comedy show. And then they get a little gobsmacked sometimes because they don't always expect the uh, burlesque. I mean, it's on the poster, but sometimes people are surprised. Yeah, sometimes people think you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't possibly At happen. a comedy show? Yeah. But then what? they come to Crucible yeah. and they're like, oh, that makes sense. It's uh, got that. It lo- I call it the vampire sex dungeon. It very much feels like a burlesque space. But uh, I would like to say that catcalling in public, you know, very unacceptable, inappropriate, but in this context, not just encouraged, it is mandatory. Really? It's the perfect place to go and get all those cat calls out and just really feel like it's welcome so you can keep that to the appropriate space and not on the street, you know, not around the Capitol. Right, okay. Wow. 
All right. That's and that's coming up tomorrow. Yes, Comedy Plus tomorrow at Crucible. And Eli is going to be the host. The yeah. MC. And Eli, the MC. And he's MC tonight at the Carnival Bar at halftime oh. for the uh, Hot Latin Jazz Show. Oh, also, yeah. as he always is. And so, all right. Well, Sasha, keep on doing what you're doing, and I'm glad you guys are getting along. You know, I mean, Eli Productions, <laughs> Sasha Productions. You guys are working together. That's the way it should be. That's how a comedy scene is built, man. You know, we got uh, Sasha does a lot of a lot of great work putting on uh, a lot of shows around the independent comedy scene. You know, it's so tough in, in cities like this. There's there's you know, uh, the efforts that go into to putting on enough comedy shows to, to keep a scene thriving is not easy. And so it's great to have uh, people like Sasha in the scene who are who are helping new comics and old comics alike uh, get stage time. It's, oh, good, it's good, to, good to hear you kissing up like that. Yeah. Oh, that's like he I'm wants already spot booked. I'm already booked. I don't have to kiss up. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I'm not booked that I, I start. <laughs> All right. Well, Sasha, thank you very much. And thank it's you. always good to see you. And next Likewise. time Eli's not here, man, you're going to get a call from me. Uh, <laughs> hey, come on down. Yeah. And, you know, we got at, zu- at all, the, all the zucchini the bread you might want. <gasps> I can't wait. Well, thanks for having me. All right, good. We're going to get to the captain because we haven't had him on in a while. So we're going to okay. get to the captain. He's got a new collection of poems coming out, actually. Okay. He's an actual poet with books, published books and whatever. So we're going to get to the captain. Sasha, take care. We'll see you tonight, right? You're going to come on down for tequila and cake, right? I will come try on. to. Happy oh. birthday, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> thanks um, for having me.